Hallo, hier ist Three Stars aus Calgary, Alberta, Kanada und ihr hört zu Podcaster. Salut, das sind Three Stars von Calgary, Alberta, Kanada und ihr lasst Podcaster. Hi, this is Three Stars from Calgary, Alberta, Canada and you're listening to Podcaster. This show is sponsored by the FTF Geocacher magazine, a must-subscribe for all geocachers. This full-color, glossy magazine is released every two months and is chock-full of stories, articles, pictures, instruction, humor, milestones, and more. Sign up today at ftfgeocacher.com. This is the Podcaster Podcast. The podcast all about geocaching. We consistently deliver high-quality, family-friendly shows that are informative, inspirational, and entertaining. Welcome to the show. Sunny and I'm Sandy from sunny San Diego, California. Welcome to Podcaster. This show is packed with geocaching goodness, news, tips and tricks, and tools of the trade. Also, interviews, geocaching events, and stories from around the world. You can find show notes with links mentioned on the show and a lot more geocaching goodies at podcaster.com. So, with that, let's get on with the show. Hey there, hello, and welcome to another Podcaster Podcast. We are glad you're here with us for show 712 for May 11th, 2020. And hopefully you guys are staying safe out there this weekend for us out here in the United States. It's Mother's Day. Yes, so. actually today, Sunday, as yeah, we're recording, recording. Uh-huh. it's Mother's Day. And yesterday we got together with my mom and dad and one of my brothers, and we had a Mother's Day picnic lunch uh, how do you call it? A gathering. In social isolation. Social. <laughs> social well, separation. Yeah. Or whatever. So what we did was uh, Sandy's brother lives nearby. Mm-hmm. And, and so there's actually sort of three family units. Right. And Sandy's brother, our family, and then uh, Sandy's mom and dad. And we live in separate households. So And everybody's trying to stay safe. So what mm-hmm. we did was we went to a park. Got to see each other face to face, but we sat under the shade of a really large tree and we were just able to chat. On, mm-hmm. on, we were on our own chairs and uh, having our own separate lunches. Yeah, we each brought our own food and uh, we all had our masks or bandanas on until we started to eat. And then, of course, we had to had to put a, take them off to eat. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just it's there's just something about face seeing people face. in person. Yeah. Talking face to face, even though you can't touch and hug and all that. At least we're choosing not to do that right now. Uh, but it was a really nice time. Yeah, and and the weather was nice. It mm-hmm. actually started out very slightly drizzly, but then it turned into a nice nice day. And we just sat there and chat and caught up with each other. No real agenda. It was kind of an out of the way park, so yeah, there was nobody around. Yeah, and uh, we brought Sailor. Yeah, she got to run. <laughs> uh, we take her for walks every day. 
<clears throat> but this is the first time that uh, we just kind of sat in one place. And she's, she, yeah, she's really grown up. She, for, when we first got her, she was a very barky, protective, scaredy dog. Mm-hmm. And she's still that way to some degree. But, you know, we, we just kept an eye on her and watched her. And she stayed nearby, but she just wasn't quite as barky or fearful. She's way better. She used to hate my dad. <laughs> she used to just bark Ooh, at him like yeah. crazy. And, I mean, she took a treat from him and let him pet her on the head. It was nice. Yeah. But even with all that park recreation going on, we still got a great show for you planned today. We have another live puzzle solving session for you with a puzzle from Denmark. Also a brand new segment for the show, Great Geocaching Logs. We also have some feedback on games to play while you're sheltering from home. A brand new giveaway is kicking off and much more. All right. First up, geocaching during pandemic in the news. and GPS news. First up in geocaching and GPS news, you know, during this pandemic, we're all in really different situations and each of us needs to make decisions about what's wise for our families. Mm. But it's interesting to see how many articles are popping up everywhere, suggesting geocaching as a way to get outside with your family during this time. And one that we saw in particular seemed to have a real balanced approach. Right. And it came from Dayton Daily News in Ohio. And here's what they wrote. Outdoor treasure hunt, how geocaching can add a little adventure to your days. Rebecca uh, Boyd of Boyd's Family is quoted uh, quite a bit. What makes it uh, so unique is that everyone can do it, said Rebecca. There are geocaches that are handicap accessible, and there are ones you need to climb a tree to find. First, it describes what geocaching is and how it works. Then, the article adds this. With social distancing guidelines currently in place and heightened concerns about touching surfaces, geocaching can still be a viable recreational alternative. It's all about taking precautions. Now, if we pull into a parking lot and it's almost full, we go somewhere else, Boyd said, looking for more rural locations. There is a country road series where you can hop out of your car and find them. Geocachers can bring their own pen or pencil to sign the log and hand sanitizer or wipes to use after handling the container. They can bag the swag they collect and wash it with soap and water later when they get home if they like. But adventure seekers who don't want to contact uh, containers right now have a few fun alternatives. Geocaching Adventure Lab is a new app that allows people to create, play, and share location-based experiences in games without any physical caches. The Adventure Lab app guides players through the process of finding clues, solving puzzles, and completing adventures one location at a time. And we've talked about that on previous shows. And it's it's I wouldn't say it's a uh, replaceable alternative because there's simply not as many of them out there. That's really true. And it's it is I mean more and more are coming out. And the beauty yeah. of it is that it is uh, you know no touch <laughs> right. like they say. You know uh-huh. you don't have to touch anything. Similar with virtual caches or earth caches. Yeah. If you only uh, focused on those. Right. Um, Adventure Labs, uh, you know, uh, some places have a lot and others yeah. have har- have none or hardly any at yeah. all. So it's not evenly spread about. Mm-hmm. But if you do happen to be in a place that has a lot of them, yeah. that's a great alternative. Yeah. And here in San Diego, we have several. And I haven't checked to see if uh, they've grown recently. We should take a look again. Yeah, there's a few we haven't done yet. There's a few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, some of them are in, in sort of restricted areas, I guess you would say. 
Because, you know, we've seen flybys of Balboa Park and that place. Well, at least it was. I know San Diego is starting to open up on Mm -hmm. certain areas. Mm -hmm. Parking, I think, is the number one problem. Not not problem, but it's it's the consideration out here in San Diego. Right. Like they're opening up some beaches for, you know, active uh, recreation or exercise. Yeah. um, But they're still keeping the parking closed. Right. So you have to park farther away and walk in. So I think that's the same with Balboa Park. If you're somehow able to bike in, Mm -hmm. you know, they're not going to stop you or anything. Thing, but parking is it's controlled by you know the area and i think that's one way that they can legitimately just limit the parking if you want to get there you get there but they're you're not going to have the i mean because balboa park normally is just full so is mission bay and so, yeah so many people all right so uh thank you ver- very much for that article that that's a good and you know that's something to think about too i mean if you're safe and you're using hand sanitizers and you're making sure you don't touch your face and all that kind of stuff you know, you might be able to practice it in a safe way. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing to realize, as you guys listen to this from all around the world, if you look at, and you can find them anywhere, these uh, COVID-19 maps, mm-hmm. there are some places that are really, really dense in the amount of infections and, and things, and other places that are not. Mm-hmm. So it might puzzle some people, like, why are peop- why are some places so restrictive? And other places are like, why aren't they restrictive, right? <laughs> right. Because it really, it really does differ right now, but I think people in general are trying to stay as safe as possible. Okay. First up in podcaster email, we hear from listener Big Guy in Texas. And she wrote, great show as always. I wanted to mention two of my favorite games to play during this stay-at-home oh, pandemic. Oh, good. One is Pip. Pip is a domino game that's a mixture of several other dominoes. It's like Mexican train, chicken foot, and spinner rolled up in one with a little uno thrown in for good measure. No kidding. It's played with a unique set of Pip dominoes that include wild ones you can play anywhere. It's fun and easy game to learn with some great educational applications. There is addition and subtraction used as well as color recognition, number sequencing, and fair play. That sounds like a fun one to look yeah. at. Yeah, okay. The second is Cribbage. Yeah, I have a friend in, that I play Cribbage with, and it's really cool. Mm. Cribbage is a card game with a special board to keep track of your points. It's a great game to play with our grandkids as they get to practice their math skills to keep score. They like to see if they can beat their siblings and grown-ups. Mm. Stay safe mm. out there. And again, that came from Big Guy in Texas. Thanks for writing. All right. we have another live puzzle solving segment and you can even grab a deck of cards and a calculator and play some of the games right along with us yep. now we heard from listener Pale fj86 i'm not sure if i'm saying that right who wrote this hi podcaster i hope you're doing well over here here in denmark geocaches are released and found as usual with added caution, of course. But all types of events are a no-go and will not be published. I'd like to suggest my mystery cache, the great and powerful Trixie version 2, to be solved on the show. It's not too difficult, and I think it could be some somewhat audio-friendly as it's more of a magic trick than a normal puzzle. Thank you for a great show. And again, that comes to us from PolyFJ86. And, you know, as you listen to this, realize it, we're, we're going through this for the first time. Mm-hmm. 
Like we have not rehearsed this or, or actually Sandy knew about it. I glanced over the the, the page description yeah. um, a little bit, but Sonny didn't know anything. No, yeah. no. And, you know, if nothing else, this might give you a great idea of either how to solve it, but maybe even more importantly, how to create a mystery cache. Because this was pretty creative, I uh-huh. have to say. You might not be able to tell everything that's going on. We try to be as descriptive as possible. But, yeah, all you need is a deck of cards, uh, maybe a calculator mm-hmm. to help you out with one of them. But a pretty cool idea. So let's go ahead and take a listen to us solving a puzzle. All right, guys, as you might be able to tell, we are not in the podcaster recording studios. The sounds you hear <laughs> are genuine. This is what our uh, backyard sounds like. Can you hear those birds? Yeah. They're really loud this morning. Yeah, they can get loud. Um, yeah, in Southern California, especially during spring and in the area that we live, we, we happen to be um, really blessed to be in, in a location where we do get birds. You might also hear our neighbor's dogs. Our neighbor's dogs. <laughs> and Sayla's out here running around, and so she might agitate them a little bit. <laughs> so we'll Maybe. see how this goes. Yeah, but this is really our backyard. It, um, and the reason is because we needed a big table and podcaster studios. Yeah, even though you might have images of a sprawling estate, <laughs> uh, you know, like NBC or CBS or something like that, it isn't. No, uh, no. it's very crowded in there. So we wouldn't be able to do what we need to do right now. And so we thought you might enjoy the, the, the birds and the dogs, but this is, this is the podcaster backyard. All right. So I have the cash page, the great and powerful Trixie. And as we said, it's, uh, what did we say? That it's in Denmark, I think. Okay. And so what it says you need is a pen, a paper, a calculator, and a deck of playing cards. And that's what I have right here. Here, you can hear them. So I'm going to kind of lead Sunny through this. I've I have only, no idea what we're doing. I've only glanced at it myself, so um, I don't know exactly how it's going to come out. But basically they have cash coordinates that include A, B, C, and D. So we need to solve for four letters. Okay? Okay, four letters. And it says, watch in awe as the great and powerful Trixie performs the most fantacular deeds of magic ever witnessed by human eyes. Okay. So this is kind of like magic tricks. All right. And this, I'm... I'm guessing, you know, because they can't know what cards we have in our hand. I guess this is one of those magic tricks where it has something to do with numbers. I'm guessing right now. I'm totally speculating. Okay. It's going to have to do with numbers where it doesn't matter where you start. You're still going to be. Obviously, we have to generate certain, like, four digits, right? Right. And then there's a checker at the end. Right. So we'll see if we got it right. So how can this possibly work if there's any random aspect to it, right? That's how magic works, honey. Oh, okay. This is magic. All right. Okay. So the first trick, you will need... uh, uh, these cards, okay. ace, ace, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then king and queen, and it doesn't matter the suit. Oh, okay, okay. So, so all you basically king, need is queen, just so an ace, one of two, each, except you don't need wait, jack. Wait, ace, two, three, what? All the numbers except not jack. Oh, that's it? Uh-huh. Okay, ace, two, three, four, five. So I'm... All right, we already Six. have king and queen. We need seven, eight, nine. There's a nine. There's a nine. We need a seven. There's an eight. And a seven. And seven. Okay. okay. So then you're going to the, no, put them in a circle like a clock. But 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 in order. Yes. Okay. Like a clock is. And then right. queen and king are going to be 11 and 12. Uh, so put them uh, in. So, so this is going to be 12 like that? 
Yes, and that's one. So we're making. Wait, this is twelve, right? Yeah, we're making a shape of a clock, clock here. Okay, and then so king is twelve, and then ace is one. Oh. So just we're making a big circle. So three would be over here, just like a three on a clock would be. Uh, four, five. Is it really like a clock? Six like would six be would be the down. bottom. Uh huh. Oh, look at that. Seven. Oh, I'm missing a ten. Eight, nine. Oh, yes, we forgot a 10. ten. Okay. Oh, it is. Look at that. 10, and then king, queen is 11, king is 12. Got it. We have a clock. We All have right, a clock. <laughs> now, follow these instructions carefully, honey. Okay, I'm, I'm listening. Place your finger on the king, which is the number 12. Okay. Trixie wants you to think of a number on the clock. Any number you want, Trixie doesn't care which. Okay. Okay? Yeah. You can tell us what number it is. I can? Uh-huh. What kind of magic trick is that? <laughs> That is like gonna do something. that's like a kid magic trick. Like, hey, you doing what you were thinking? Because you just said it. Okay, stop. All right. Okay, this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna spell the number you're thinking of while you move your finger clockwise on the cards. Clockwise. So, so if okay. you thought of six, you would spell S I X like that. Got it. Okay. So what did you think of? And is this the first letter? You're gonna yes. Okay. E I G H. Oh, he thought of eight, guys. Okay. You're good. How did <laughs> All you? All right. Because uh, they spelled it. Keep your finger on the new number. Now, continue around the clock, uh -huh. spelling the number you're on right now. So uh, you're on five. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay. So F-I-V-E. Okay. Now do it one more time. Oh, N-I-N-E. Okay. Now keep your finger on that card. Does that always work? Okay. Now Trixie knows the finger, uh, your finger is not on the number two, four, eight, or king anymore. Please remove them. Two, okay. We're going to remove four, two, four, eight, eight, and king. I wonder if there's any way to have forced <laughs> it to get to two, four, eight, or king. I don't know. Because then put, Trixie would be wrong. Put your finger back where uh, it was. Here okay. We go. Now do it one more time. Oh, should I tell the audience where? Okay, so I, I started with eight. If you guys follow along with me, yeah. I started with eight, eight. So that went to five. Then it so went to nine, five, nine. And now I'm on an ace or one. One. So you're going to spell one. With what's left. With what's left. O and E. So now I'm on a six. Okay. Are you on your new number? Oops. Trixie knows you're not on the number three. Yeah. Or on ten. Or on five. Trixie okay. knows where you are. Okay. <laughs> okay. You had a free choice. You could have picked any number you wanted, but the number you are on right now is the number for the letter B. Okay, so it's six. Six. Okay. So we have concluded that B is six. So somehow everything we just did will come out to six. It, yeah, it has to. It will always, so no matter what number, because I, I if chose. We, if we did it right. Well, <laughs> well, so, well the. If you spelled right. Yeah, hopefully I spelled right. But um, I could have chosen any number. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Like T-W-O, I could have started with that. And oh, but I would have just started have... on. No, I would have started. That, at... But T-W-O would have ended on a different number, and then you spelled that number. And i got to do around. this more than once just to just amaze myself. <laughs> okay. So so six. All right. Now, okay. do we have to do this again? No, this is a new game, a new, a new magic trick. Okay. Okay. Now you're going to need t two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Where are they? Two. Three. Three. You, you must have four in there. Four. Five. Six, six seven, seven, eight. Eight. You eight. guys should get a deck of playing cards and do this with us. Yeah. Okay. So now what? And then a fool, which they must mean a joker. Uh, we don't have a joker. We will use a 
Well, are we ever going to use? Oh, a we team? don't have a Joker in there. No, there's no Joker in here. You, you, you said it was. Oh, okay. Then use a Jack for Joker. Okay. Doesn't matter. And a random card. Okay. So any card you want for random. Okay. Okay. So well, a, a random card that's not one of these, because my the one. Correct. I, okay. So this is the way we're going to put put the cards. We're what gonna, I'm saying is, I got another four from the deck. Uh, I don't think it matters. Okay, so not a random card that's not a two, three, four. So we're putting the cards out like this. Five, five three, three, seven. That's a top. That's the top row. Of a three by three grid. Next row is six. Uh-huh. Joker. Which is our jack. Two. Two, uh-huh. And then eight. Eight. Four. Uh-huh, and my random card. And your card. random card upside down. Okay. Okay. Done. Trixie wants you to place your finger on the random face-down card. There. Doing the trick, you can move your finger from side to side. Mm -hmm. You can move your finger up and down. Mm -hmm. You can visit a card you have visited before, mm -hmm. but you cannot move diagonal. Okay. Okay. Uh, now make a move. There. Trixie knows your finger is at the number two or four. Okay? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Smarty Trixie. <laughs> Keep it there and mm. remove the card with the face down. So that random card we picked we're removing it okay okay i guess it didn't matter what it was why do we even put it there in the first place i don't know because that's where started. you started okay all right trixie wants you to move your finger seven times now so remember up down left right you can revisit a card oh, okay. no diagonal okay so anything you want okay so i'm gonna go uh, up so one. Now, now it's on the joker so when i say up it's yeah up. i'll count that's one one two two left three Three back to Joker. Four. Four up. Five. Five to five. Six. Down to six. Seven. Seven. Okay. Keep your finger there. We're not done yet. Okay. Now remove the number three. What if I'd landed on it? Um, I don't know. Maybe there's no way to have landed on it. I don't know. It. it doesn't say. Okay. Now move three more times. What number are they going to have me remove next? I don't know. Oh. Well, I want to see if I can land on it. Okay. Three more times. One, two, three. Okay. Uh, see. Yeah, one, two. I couldn't have gotten to, I couldn't have gotten a certain one, two. Three. Yeah. See, I, I could. Trixie predicts you have not chosen the number seven. Seven. Yeah. There's or, no way you could have done it. And there's no way I could have gotten eight, actually. Yeah. Okay. Now move seven more times. See, it's an odd number, and since you can't go diagonal... Right. Okay, so okay. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. This time, Trixie will remove number two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, there's no way for me to... Let's go again five times. Mm-hmm. I'm been being manipulated. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Okay, now remove the number five, because yeah. there's no way you could get to five. Okay. Trixie wants you to move again nine times. Oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And Good. we have to remove the number four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is magic. Here we go again three times. Yeah. One, two, yeah, three. Three. There's no way to get to. So remove the, the joker. Mm hmm And Trixie wants you to make one last move. Mm-hmm. And the number that you land on will be D. One last one move. One last move takes you to eight. Oh, I, it, she's not giving me a number, just one move. One move, yes. Oh, well, that's, that's forcing my hand there, yeah. Right. Okay. So D 
is eight. Okay. I sure hope we're doing this right. We won't know till we use the checker. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. For the next trick, Trixies will provide the cards, but you will need a calculator. All right. We're going to get back to the rest of that a little bit later on the show. And by the way, I'm going to give some of my thoughts after this process, after we finish the second half of the audio, a little bit later on in the show. You know, one of the things that we love here to share in Podcaster is things that make geocaching fun and interesting. Mm -hmm. And one of the things are great logs. So we had an idea for a new segment. Uh, and by the way, if you can send us links to great logs, funny, interesting, creative, uh, you know, great stories, we'd love to share more of these on the show and encourage all of us to do a better job of writing our great logs. And here's one that a geocacher shared on Facebook. Um, they had this geocache on their watch list since it's the oldest in Arizona. And so they got notified when it was found by none other than Jeremy Irish, co-founder of geocaching.com. So here's the log that Jeremy wrote. Today marked the 20th anniversary of geocaching when it was announced to a news group as the Great American GPS Stash Hunt. Simple rules when you find the container. If you take an item, leave an item, and write in the logbook. To celebrate, Jody and I went on a mini-adventure to find GC57, one of the first 75 caches I hand-entered into the database for geocaching.com, which later launched in September 2nd in the year 2000. We actually attempted to find it a week prior, but not being Arizona natives, we were underprepared for hiking in the desert. Look up Jumping Choya on Ooh. YouTube to see what I mean. Really? That's terrible. <laughs> Wearing less than broken-in desert boots and long pants, we returned to Tonto National Forest later and hotter than planned, armed with a milk jug of water and a plan of attack. Follow the dried-out riverbed to get close enough to the cache, avoid jumping choyas, and bring tweezers and a comb if one attacks. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, we only saw two choyas that threatened our progress, but were easily respected and avoided. Jody was a trooper managing blisters from new boats and walking basically four miles in the sand. Finally, after gingerly walking along a small hill ridge for 500 feet, we spotted a tree and the usual sign of a geocache, a pile of rocks at the base. And my favorite cache, too, the traditional ammo can. Mm. There is something magical about opening a logbook with dates going back almost two decades, the container living in one space for so long. It makes me really appreciate how many lives have been touched over a silly hide-and-seek game. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Yeah. And so that log well, was a great log. I mean, Jeremy took the time to write about their adventure yeah. and, and some of his thoughts and feelings as this was going out on May 2nd, the anniversary, mm -hmm. you know, of it all and finding the cash. That's great. And uh, yeah, these are the kind of logs that hopefully will inspire all of us to write better logs. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, obviously Jeremy enjoys going geocaching and mm -hmm. finding some of these these places out there. And uh, he sounds adventurous going out there uh, doing the four miles in the sand. And just in case... In case any of you don't know, if you, you want to Google it, a, a Choya cactus, it, it's a cactus. So it's spelled C-H-O-L-L-A. And they've got a lot of different names for them. One's a teddy bear cactus. Uh, there's another one out there. But jumping Choya, the reason is these have some of the nastiest spines on them mm -hmm. that once they stick into something, and I've had one stick in, my, in, in the rubber of my uh, camera tripod, once it sticks in, or think about flesh, 
it does not ex- uh, you pull, you can't pull, yeah it doesn't pull out easily in fact on a microscopic level they're like barbs mm-hmm. and so it goes in easy but it, it then it sticks to whatever it does and and oftentimes it will pull off like a little nodule of the choy itself so then it's sticking to you so if you brush by with your pants or a backpack or or or, or your hand unfortunately it'll stick to you and then go away with you and it gets on people very easily when you're just kind of passing by. Very. It, it doesn't literally jump, right? But it seems, but it like, seems it like it jumps on you because it, it gets on you so easily. Yeah, because I'll Google it, or we'll mm-hmm. put a link on our show notes to a few. And there's one, I, I always remember this when I'm talking about Choya cactus. There's this picture of this mountain biker who must have accidentally fell into Choya. Because he's covered. Because he is covered, and he's he's uh, he's standing up, you know, and but he's surrounded by paramedics who look puzzled, like, <laughs> "What do we do now?" Right. Because it's all over, and then mm-hmm. even trying to take it off, you can hurt yourself. So mm-hmm. oftentimes, that's why you use tweezers for the little spines. But this guy was covered, yeah. And I've heard you've had to use like needle nose pliers. And just pull, gingerly pull them out. And even then it leaves an injury right. because it does not come out easily. Oh, I'll, I'll, if I can find that picture, I'll share it. And you can take a look at in our Flickr set in the show notes and take a look at this poor guy who must have. <laughs> yeah, he must have taken a tumble in the jumping choya. Anyways, uh, well, very good. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us. And, and good, to, good to see Jeremy out there, you know, mm-hmm. geocaching and going on adventures and, and uh, have, having some adventures himself. <laughs> continue to feature short updates from our club members all around the world. Mm-hmm. And remember, you too can be a podcaster club member and gain access to all the premium perks. You'll get a special map show every month and access to all the prior map shows, which is 84 shows, by the way. That should give you plenty of geocaching goodness to listen to during this global pandemic. You'll also get a very special club member path tag and other great perks. First up, we have some audio from club member Boomer365. Hello, I'm Bob Nex, otherwise known as Boomer365 from Souk, BC on Vancouver Island. While off work, I'm printing cash containers on my 3D printer and continuing my streak that's at 1,818 days and counting. After this craziness is over, I want to attend events. I miss my caching friends. Our caching community is very active with a high density of caches on the island. Lots of wilderness trails to explore. We are just a short ferry ride from the mainland. Thanks, Boomer365. We can certainly relate to missing yeah. seeing our geocaching friends. Yeah. Next up, we hear from Hoggle A10. Hey, Sunny, Sandy, and Sean. This is Hoggle A10 calling from Syracuse, New York. You asked for some audio, so here it is. Um, I have been busy staying at home. Actually, I'm not staying at home. I'm a, an essential worker at a hospital, so I'm reduced hours. Um, but in my stay at home time, I've been carving a lot of letterboxes, uh, letterboxing stamps with intent to hide those after, um, my movement is less restricted and it stops snowing. <laughs> yeah, in April, um, in New York. Anyway, um, and I've also been writing a lot. I put out on Facebook that anybody who wanted a pen pal, I would write. And so um, at the moment, I've been writing and in return getting a lot of interesting mail, which is the first time I've been excited about mail in a long time. 
Um, and I look forward to being able to go out and geocache with my buddies again once this is all over. But most of all, I'm looking forward to being able to spend time with my nieces and nephew, who are a huge part of my life and who I can't see and play with right now. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to most, and being able to give hugs to people and receive them in return. Right. Bye. Hey, Hoggle A10, thank you for sending that in. And uh, by the way, before we forget, thank you so much for your service. Thank you to everyone out there who's on the front lines, whether yes, it's thank you. people in the grocery stores or uh, nurses, doctors, medical profession. You, you guys are true, genuine heroes mm-hmm. at this time. And we also know what it's like to not be able to hug your nieces, nephews. Mm-hmm. We have uh, friends who their daughter, we babysit all the time. And yeah, it's kind of a sad thing. That's tough. It will be over soon enough, hopefully sooner, sooner than later. All right, next up, let's listen to part two of our live puzzle solving experience. Cool. Okay, for the next trick... Trixies will provide the cards, but you will need a calculator. Okay, got a calculator. All right. <clears throat> okay, oops. All right. Okay, so there's cards here. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Are they all spades? Eight, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but you don't have to do this part. Oh, I don't? No. Okay. You're just going to pick any number from two to nine. Okay, got it. Okay. Uh, write down the number, mm-hmm. or just keep it in your head. It's in my head. Okay, can you do all this in your head, honey? I don't know. Multiply your number by two. Oh, okay. You're going to do tricks with it. Okay. Add five to your total. Yep. Multiply the number you have now by 50. Yep. Now, if you've had your birthday already this year, Uh which you have, Trixie wants you to add uh, 1,770 to your number. Plus 1,000... one hundred and seventy. No, one thousand seven hundred and seventy. Uh, six hundred. Oh, one seven seven zero. Okay. Okay. Hope I did that right. Now subtract the year you were born from your four-digit number. Okay. He was born in. <laughs> yes, the 1870s. All right. Trixie predicts you got a three-digit number now. Yes, I do. The first digit should be the original number you chose. It is. It is. The second two are your age. It is. Wow, look at that. Truly, there are no secrets to the great and powerful Trixie. Wow, great and powerful <laughs> Trixie who told me exactly what numbers What's I What's that you say? Yes. You haven't got the number for your letter yet? No. Okay, fine. Pick the number of a new card, like you did before. Okay. Pick any number. Okay. Multiply the number by two. This, this, wait. We're starting over. Starting completely over. That was just a trick to get your age. Okay. 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 Pick a number, multiply by two. Yeah. Okay. Add 14 to your number. Yep. Divide your number by two. Yep. Trixie hopes you remember the number you picked, because you have to subtract it from your current number. Okay. Yep. Now subtract your number by three. So subtract three. Subtract oh, oh, what you have okay. there by three, yeah. Okay. Yep. Voila, your number for the letter C. And what is it? It's four. Four. Wow. So no matter what you picked. It would go to four. It was supposed to come out to four. Okay. Okay. Now, 
By the way, for those of you who wanted to follow along, uh, yeah, my first number I chose was seven, and the second number I chose was three. Three. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. In this trick, you'll have to mm. think of a number. Choose any two-digit number you want. Okay. What number are you choosing? 42. Now, add the two digits together. Six. Okay. Subtract that number from your original number. Uh, from 42? Yes. So 42 oh, minus six. Yeah. So, yeah it's... We'll use a calculator. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 36. 36. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, you actually have to use a cache page here. You have to find your number. Okay. And I see it. the color that it is yes. tells you what the letter A is going to be. So 36 is red. Yeah. So red says that A equals 4. Yeah. Oh, that's it? That We're done? We are. Wait. So I started by any two-digit number. Try that again. Pick another two-digit number. All right. Let's say 77. Yeah, okay. Okay? Add it together. It makes 14. Right. Right? Well, okay. So subtract 14 from 77. Okay. So 77 minus, minus 14. 14. Yeah. Is 63, and on here, 63 is red. It's always going to be red. But not all, they have a bunch of two-digit numbers, and they're not all red. Only the ones that Well, first of all, you're always going to get, every time you order any any two numbers, right, you're going to get like 42. Because you, you add the first. You add the digits together, right. and then what whatever that sum is, you subtract it from the original number. Interesting. And all the ones that come out that this way are colored red. Fascinating. Wow, that's really cool. Okay, so, so we, we have, have a number. Well, we have 4648. So both A, A, B, C, and D are all plugged into a set of coordinates. So let's do it. And we can go check it on the cache page. All right. So we've got our numbers. Uh -huh. We're going to plug them into the coordinates and, and check it on the checker. See and if you got we'll, it right. We'll tell you if we got it right. This is fascinating. I mean, yeah, cool. but I was right. It was a total... Math. It was magic. <laughs> Don't let him tell you different. It was magic. Fun stuff. All right, let's go. Let's go check the checker. Okay. And we'll and we'll meet you guys back in the studio to let you know if it, it worked or if somehow we screwed up, foiled the magic by being bad mathematicians. <laughs> All right, talk to you in a little bit. Okay, so now we're back in the studio. Mm -hmm. We have checked our numbers with the coordinate checker and drum roll, please. We got it right. Yay, us. Yes. <laughs> and afterwards, Sandy went in the backyard. Well, we, that's where we were recording and uh -huh. just wanted to kind of play with Sean and have him go through that. Uh, and you know what we found out? It always generates the same numbers. Right. So we kind of knew even before we yeah. used the coordinate checker that we were right. Um, but I wanted to show Sean and kind of show it was, you know, it's like a magic kid, kid to a trick. Yeah. To, magic trick to a kid yeah and yeah he was his eyes kind of got big and was like wow you know especially the one that shows you your age mm. you know and then mm. the number you chose yeah and he was like he thought it was pretty cool you know it, it'd be interesting to just sit down and try to figure out why it works and we sort of did that a little bit with the first one with the clock uh-huh and what we noticed was uh you know uh, numbers spelled out have either three four five or six that's it Right. There's there's a at least the numbers from one to twelve. Right. They only fit into those three, yeah. four, five, mm -hmm. or six. And it happens that when you use a number that starts with a, a three, or four, or five, or six, it lands on the right number. That the next number, it ends up being the same thing. Right. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. It, it, 
I yeah. never knew that, but it's, yeah. It, it always end. you always end up in the same place. And so it's predictable now. So here's my thoughts on this. You know, uh, first of all, we're going to have to travel to Denmark so we can go find the physical. <laughs> someday. And someday. Yeah. But you know, what I was thinking was this is a really creative idea of how to turn something like a magic trick that generates predictable results into a geocache. Mm-hmm. So anytime you see something like, Hey, that, you know, that, that can be turned into a number Right. Or, or a letter that eventually can be associated with a number, then you can eventually turn it into coordinates. And that's mm-hmm. that's ultimately your goal, you know, is, is you're trying to look for numbers that are going to turn into coordinates. You know, we didn't mention this earlier, but we did finish that online murder mystery um, puzzle oh, yeah, with our yeah, friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We finished that on Friday night and um, we got it right. We we, we, <laughs> we didn't even need any clues, actually. We did not use I'm a gonna single clue. I'm going to pat ourselves on the back. Yes, yeah. pat ourselves on the back. We, we didn't use any clues. And and some of them were a little obtuse as far yeah. as, yeah. I think the very last one was the hardest one. Yeah. It took it, every single one of the four of us, like, added some little mm-hmm. extra observation. Yeah, like, oh. This, that led right. us down the right path. But I have to say that quite a few of the puzzles, my mind's already going like, oh, we could take that, modify sure, it, sure. and make a puzzle cache out of it. Yeah. There it, were some really interesting ones. So, some use simple uh, graphics, you know, mm-hmm. like the bullet one or the one that's a grid or things like that. You mm-hmm. can, yeah. There was one that was kind of interesting, which which you would have to require the people to actually print out some things that you would spin around. Right. That one wouldn't be quite as easy as, as some of the other ones. No. And and really, um, yeah, those are sort of puzzles. The ones of the magic trick thing that we just did, um, it was clever and interesting, but there wasn't anything really like hard to figure out. You just you just went through them. You just followed the instructions. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Other kinds of puzzles, you know, you have to figure something out or figure out how to do it. Yeah. But this was yeah. clever. I liked mm-hmm. it. It was fun. It and was you know fun. what? Maybe most importantly with uh, puzzles and, and, and things like that is it makes you feel good uh, after you get it right. <laughs> right? True. It makes you like, hey, we got the right number. And Ooh, there's always that sense of us. satisfaction when you go to the, the geo checker and then you, it, it tells you you did the right thing. Yeah. So very cool. And you know what? There's a lot of these out there. We, we've said this before on a previous show. Go out there and find uh, puzzles, whether or not you're going to be able to actually... Uh, you know, get there and do it. Cause obviously mm-hmm. we're not going to be in Denmark anytime soon, but whether or not you, uh, you, you can get out there and do them, they're still fun to solve. And then when you get that geo checker and you check it, you, you just have this sense of accomplishment or find some of the ones that, you know, once this is all, uh, once COVID's uh, all said and done, you might be able to actually go out there and get the actual container. If it's in your area. Yeah. 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 Fun stuff. All right. And by the way, if any of you have uh, puzzles that are sort of conducive to good audio recording, something mm-hmm. that we can talk about, and we try to be as descriptive as possible, let us know. We've already got a couple of the suggestions we might bring to you here. So you can listen to them here on the Podcaster Podcast. Podcaster Games and Contest. Here at Podcaster, we love to play games and contests that gives you guys opportunities to win groovalicious swag. And next up, we are kicking off a brand new giveaway. Yep. This time we have awesome swag from Going Caching 2019 from mm-hmm. last year, generously donated by Jim and Andy, also known as the Waysiders, 
the head creative organizers of the Going Caching annual event. Yeah, and this is some nice swag that mm-hmm. you guys are gonna like. Really cool, really cool design swag. Yeah. So the theme from 2019 last year was message in a bottle, and it was all about pirates. I meet ye. And here is what we have to give away: we have an event T-shirt that's size large. We have two event geo coins, which are shaped like bottles, and they are so super cool. They're they're like heavy brass, mm-hmm. and they've got corks, and they're they're really nice. They're yeah. really they're very nice. We have two packs of event path tags. Mm-hmm. We have two event trackables, and we have four sets, which each have a bandana, a bead necklace, and an event sticker. And by the way, the bandana makes great uh, coronavirus walking around face Mask. masks. <laughs> So that's a total of 11 prizes. So a lot of people will be winning some cool stuff. You can enter using the Rafflecopter entry form that'll be on our show notes. And you can gain extra entries by using social media and sharing about the contest. And the deadline for entry will be Saturday, May 30th. All right. And that theme song means we are done with the geocaching goodness, at least for today's show. And it's now time for a quick Sean update. Well, it's hard to believe, but Sean is turning 12. Can you believe that? This Friday, May 15th. Yep. He's turning 12. He's very excited. He is very excited. But I was going to say, but it's a very different birthday. It is. And so many people have had their birthdays where they weren't able to really celebrate like they normally would. Mm -hmm. And uh, Sean isn't able to have a party with his friends. Yeah. So he's disappointed about that. It is. But he's he's still excited. You know, we have a special dessert planned and meal and he knows he's getting some presents. And Mm. I mean, you just can't, you just can't stifle the excitement. He has a countdown in his in his room. He, he counts down every day. It's, it's he, six he wrote days. all these numbers down on little pieces of paper. Yeah. And then he turns them over each each day uh-huh. or each night or whatever. And he comes down in the morning, six more days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 fun to watch. And I can't believe we are all going to have a 12-year-old. Yeah. yeah. And for those of you who've been listening that long, you may remember that uh, during that time, it was about the time uh, that we had planned on going to Geo Woodstock. To a Woodstock. Mm-hmm. But then we got the surprise message. I mean, we'd been waiting a long time, but then we got the surprise message that a baby was up for adoption. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of you, well, no, I I would say a lot of you didn't know what was going on because we hadn't, you know, announced that. And then what happened was we said we weren't able to go to that Geo Woodstock. And it was the the one and only one that's ever been in California. Right. Which, you know, was driving distance for us. Yeah, pretty much. And then we just said we couldn't go and everyone's like, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, Yeah. some people were concerned about our health or whatever. And then the announcement slowly came because it happened very quickly. Yeah. And so... um, uh, yeah, and then we we adopted Sean, and then the baby pictures started showing up. Yeah, and so many of you out there, uh, you know, being part of our podcast, your family just congratulated us, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, welcoming in the new family member, and that was twelve years ago. Yep, hard to believe, it really is. Anyway, all right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Hey, thank you for coming back, listening to the podcast. We know you got a lot of entertainment options out there, especially while you're sheltering at home in place. But we do appreciate you being part of the geocaching community. This show is so much richer because of the people who contribute to the show. Do us a big favor. Tell other geocachers that may just have not heard about podcasters. Just send them an email. Send them a link. Who knows? We might have some new podcaster listeners because of you. All right, guys, stay safe so that someday when we get through all of this, all of us can keep on caching. Bye. 
Well, that's it for the show today. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to visit our website at podcaster.com. You'll find our show notes, useful links, and tons of resources. We always love to hear from you. Our email is podcaster at gmail.com. You can also call the Podcaster hotline at 760-300-3633. Find out all the ways you can contact us at podcaster.com slash contact. Till next time, stay safe and keep on cashing.